Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And today we're continuing our draft profile series. Uh, we will be back on the quarterbacks today. We'll be talking about Matt Corral. Matt Corral. The OK Corral. The OK Corral. Yeah, and all reports are that, you know, the Panthers have first-round grades on Matt Corral, Kenny Pickett, and Malik Willis. So right. we're not going to go into the other quarterbacks. We'll discuss them on another you know episode. But yeah. we're doing individual ones for Matt Corral. I honestly did not know much about him until mm-hmm. researching him recently. Um, yeah, he's he's like the one of the three. <clears throat> he's the guy that kind of got the least hype during the season, I guess. Like Malik Willis, amazing athleticism. And then Kenny Pickett was putting up the big numbers. Matt Corral, just kind of solid on a good team. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I this was kind of a, a refreshing for me to get a look at him as well. Yeah. All right, so real quick, Matt Corral was a four-star recruit out of Long Beach, California, was sixth-ranked quarterback coming out of high school by ESPN. He had multiple offers by big programs, but ultimately decided to go to Ole Miss. After redshirting his freshman season, he was named as a starter in 2019. In 2020, when Lane Kiffin took over, his play took off, and he led the Rebels to the Outback Bowl, where he was named the MVP. He continued to progress. I can't speak progress in 2021 where he led the rebels to the sugar bowl where he ended up leaving in the first quarter with that high ankle sprain that really kind of derailed his draft prospect as he hasn't really been able to work out that much. He did do his pro day recently and he looked good there, but you know, I don't, he wasn't able to really work out at the combine. He hasn't really been able to run. So yeah, one of the, it's one of the reasons why a lot of the top guys skip those bowl games in there, especially mm-hmm. in their draft years. You know, they, I mean, McCaffrey famously was kind of one of the first major guys to do it, and it seems yeah. like a lot of guys do it now. And and this is why. I mean, I don't know that it really has hurt his draft stock that much because it seems like he's still going to go in the first round. I don't know that he was ever considered the best of this draft class. Um, yeah, which we'll talk about here in a minute, but just kind of looking at his stats, um, as you mentioned, he really didn't take off until 2020 when Lane Kiffin took over Lane Kiffin's offense definitely gave him a boost. Uh, if you're looking at his 2018, what freshman, I guess season didn't really play much. What, yeah, it was, a, it was a red shirt freshman year. Yeah. So he did, he only played in four games, mop up yeah. duty. Uh, they had Tamu. I don't know if you remember him, but he was actually a really good quarterback for Ole Miss. I do remember him, yeah. Um, 2019, I guess he's, he played in 10 games, uh, six touchdowns, three interceptions. So I don't know. I didn't really go back and look to see if he like started. It that doesn't look like he started all of he's, those games. He's, he started. I don't know if he started all of them. Because he, he only had 1,300 start. passing yards. Um. Whereas the next two seasons, he had 3,300 in both 2020 and 2021. Uh, 29 touchdowns, 14 interceptions in 2020. 20 touchdowns and 5 interceptions in 2021. So you can kind of see where his focus was in 2021 was maybe not taking so many chances, Mm -hmm. taking what the defense gave him, and then cutting down way, cutting down on those turnovers. Uh, But his pass rating in that year where he had 14 turnovers 
was 177 in 2021, where he cut down turns, only 155. So kind of a double-edged sword there. He took less chances, but he made less big plays as well. Um, rushing yards, however, you're looking at 2020, 506 with four touchdowns. 2021, 614 with 11 touchdowns. So rushing is definitely a part of his game. Um, at least it was in college. I don't know how that's going to translate to the NFL. Because when you're looking at his biometrics, Jerry, six foot one, only 212 pounds. Don't know if you want your 212 pound quarterback making a lot of runs in the NFL. He's going to have to Russell Westbrook or Russell Westbrook. <clears throat> yeah, Russell Wilson. It where Russell Wilson <laughs> can scramble, but he slides. He gets down quick. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. He does not need to take hits. And I, I mean, jumping into you know a con, you know he's. Mm-hmm. He's, there's injury concerns with him. Yeah, he's so, a little guy. Yeah, I mean, let's yeah. just jump uh, into the cons first here then. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, let's start would... off in a positive note here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually kind of like starting with the cons because I kind of like finishing with the pros. So, yeah, yeah let's, let's do that. Well, it's small frame. He has injury concerns. I mean, he got that high ankle sprain, and we all know, you know, that's not a small frame issue. I mean... But, Those soft tissue issues are, are always uh, concerning. Exactly. Uh, another thing he needs work on, footwork and mechanics. That's mm-hmm. Every one of these quarterbacks needs to work on that coming out yeah. of college. Yeah. Um, he does try to force the ball into coverage. He has that gunslinger mentality when he shouldn't do it. It's a good gunslinger mentality is good and bad. He won't right. Teddy Bridgewater you. Where, you know, it's 4th and 10 and he throws a 3-yard dump-off pass. Yeah. But, you know, it gets him in trouble. And this is kind of surprising with how athletic he is. His accuracy actually drops down when he's outside the pocket. That's, I, I, I... Yeah. Kind of strange for a guy with his mobility. Correct. And another con is he ran mostly RPOs, just like Malik Willis. You know, that one quick mm-hmm. read, throw, or run, or handoff. You know, not much going out. And a lot of short passes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and, and that's honestly in college uh, with a lot of these guys that we're talking about. It's especially the really athletic guys. It's hard for a college coach to not want to take advantage of that, right? Exactly. So often it's. One read, it's not there, take off. And that's what we saw with Malik Willis, and that's what we saw a lot out of Matt Corral. Um, which I'm kind of surprised with Lane Kiffin, an NFL, you know, he was in the NFL in several different capacities. You would think that he maybe would run a more pro-style type offense. Um, but it does seem like he, especially with Matt Corral at least, he really went full college like you know one read and go uh, which well, doesn't work in the nfl and florida atlantic where he was he ran a lot of uh options and mm-hmm. stuff he had more mobile quarterbacks and uh, again florida atlantic you're not getting the best recruits so true he probably had more of an athletic quarterback i can't i actually think i know the guy's name but i can't remember it he was on tim t or not tim. no no no, no. no okay. he was on last chance different, you, i believe different florida but uh, okay i don't watch that show i hear it <laughs> Yeah. So either way, it doesn't surprise me that much. RPO, it, like you said, it, it's here. It's here in the NFL. It's a big, big deal in mm-hmm. college. 
because you don't have to yep. rely on the quarterbacks to go through progressions. So, there. Yeah. I wonder if he's one of those guys where... Uh, well, another, I guess you could say is a con. He's not a year one starter in the NFL, I don't think. I think he's a guy that's going to take Most... a year or two to be ready to go mm-hmm. in the NFL. Um, and I wonder if he's one of those guys where you kind of have to tailor your offense around him or if he's a guy that's going to be able to come in and work within your offense. I think you can work him. I think he could do either, but I agree. I think he's going to need to sit for a while because watching his tape, I think if you have weapons at the wide receiver, i.e. the Panthers should with mm-hmm. Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, Terrace Marshall, Rashard Higgins, CMC, CMC yeah. you know, you could do those quick, you know, slants and stuff where he makes those quick reads and dumps it off and those players make plays. So let's go ahead and look into his pros because we're kind of tiptoeing on it. Sure. I mean, we talked a little bit about it already. Uh, Very athletic. You know, he's got that dual threat Mm skill set. Um, He is accurate on all three levels, you know, short, medium, long range. Uh, I was was watching a little bit of tape, and uh, I think it was a game against Alabama maybe, and flat-footed, he throws the ball 60 yards in the air down the field. You know, just uh, really – strong arm um i wouldn't put him in the malik willis level no. of <clears throat> excuse me of uh, like elite arm strength but uh he's got a he's certainly got an nfl arm a very yeah. strong arm i think no he's, teddy bridgewater arm i think he's below willis mm-hmm. and then it's you know him and then kenny pick is a little lower than that like yeah he, he's got a really good arm really strong arm nfl caliber and there's no questions about its strength. It's just, it's not to the, I'm throwing it out of the stadium rank. Yeah. Um, and then you've got leadership down here. Now, I was reading that he may have some maturity issues. Um, so I maybe he's one of those guys that is really well liked by his teammates, but also may need to do a little growing up. Correct. Uh, again, he's, he's in college. Ole Miss is considered kind of a party school. Uh, so he probably had some fun. Uh, I'm not too worried about that, honestly. No, and I read, I read some things where the maturity issue, but I also read that he's, he's that confidence that borderlines cocky, and I think sometimes that you need that. You need that on an NFL team. I feel like this team is missing that period right now. To be honest with like you, like a swagger. On, yeah, Cam was like that. A lot of people hated yeah. Cam because he was borderline cocky. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind borderline cocky if you can back it up with your play. Correct. <clears throat> if you're borderline cocky and you cannot back it up with your play, that's when I have a problem. And honestly, the comparison of an NFL quarterback that I see the most for him, do you know who I'm going to say? Is it Baker Mayfield? It's Baker Mayfield. I could easily see that. And I think, honestly, if we did a Baker Mayfield draft profile back in what, 2018 or 2017, whenever he was coming out, I think it would have read a lot like this, honestly. I could see it. Yeah. Uh, RPO. And, you know, Baker Mayfield yeah. has his ups and his has positives and negatives. He's a guy that you and I have said that we really didn't want to go out and get. Um, but if Matt Corral ends up being Baker Mayfield in the NFL, I don't think that's a bust. You know, maybe it's not a it's not really what you want from your franchise quarterback, but. I think it's a bust if you pick him at six. 
If you pick him at six, yeah, yeah. Like Baker uh, Mayfield, you know, number one pick. Not really what you want from correct. number one pick. Yeah. <sighs> uh, all right, you ready to get into our questions that we have about every player here? Yes, we do. All right. Uh, does this player fit the current roster? Well, yes. Yes, he does. A- a- anytime <laughs> there's a quarterback. quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quarterbacks and tackles. I the think Air Bud yes. quarterback fits this roster right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, will this player fall to the Panthers at six? He will 100% be available at six. If he does not, I will be shocked. Yeah. If he does not, I will be thrilled. Because well, that means yeah, that <laughs> there is another really good player that has fallen. Um, would you be... All right. So, th- again, th- we, we put a caveat on this. Would you be excited to draft this player at six? No. I think we just I, I mentioned also that. Would not. Yeah. So, would we be happy if this player got drafted after trading back? I would be. I really kind of liked his play when I watched his highlights and everything, and kind of mm-hmm. reading about him. That being said, I would be nervous about who's going to be starting this year because I don't know. You're going to have to force him out there, basically, unless Sam Darnold starts a game or two, and then, yeah, then you're just running Sam Darnold out there. Yeah, um, I, I certainly would not be excited if, if we draft him at six. And honestly, I don't really want him. Um, he's my fourth. He's fourth on my my board, you know, of You're- quarterbacks that I would want the Panthers to have. Um, you know, Willis, Pickett, Ritter are my three. I actually really like Ritter. Um, and then Corral is fourth. Now... If we could get him like in the second round or something, which I don't know that he falls to the second round, but he, but it's possible that he does, um, then I would have no problem with that because I feel like you a second round quarterback, him or Ritter, really, um, that's a guy that you don't expect to start right away. It's a guy that you're okay bringing along. It's a guy that you're okay going out and signing a couple of uh, veterans in free agency to you know bring him along. Uh, more slowly so I would be happy uh, for him or Ritter you know one of those two to be a second round pick I don't think I'd be happy with either one being a first round pick see I I, I haven't looked at Ritter I th- I wouldn't yeah. mind Matt Coral the, but I would be worried about his injury <clears throat> injury <throat> issues and I, the thing I really like about him is his accuracy I mean, I was watching plays where he was just dropping the ball on dime, on deep mm-hmm. passes, just making the quick read and hitting the guy in stride on short and medium passes where it let the receivers break open. And that's something we have not seen here ever. I don't really know. Well, you know, I mean, wasn't Teddy was like almost 70% with us, right? Yeah, but he always seemed to throw the guys that they had to stop to catch it, go back to catch it. He throws yeah. it in stride. He has yeah. really good accuracy. That's what I I like about him. One thing I, I think that is, you mentioned that, he played in the SEC. Yeah. And the SEC, as we know, has really good talent, like the best talent in all of college football. And especially on defense, you see a lot of corners, a lot of safeties that are drafted pretty high in the NFL um, coming out of the SEC. So, it's not like he hasn't played really top end competition uh, in that division or in that uh, what division I guess. Um, so I do like that. 
Um, all right. Any other thoughts on him before we put him on our big board? No. Let's go ahead and look at our big board here. Uh, number one, we have Evan Neal, uh, Iki Edwanu from uh, NC State, Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, Kyle Hamilton, and then Tyler Lindemalm is at number yeah. six. So I have a feeling I know where you're <clears throat> going to put him. Probably number seven. No, I would put him above Linderbaum for the Panthers just because of the need. So I would put him at six. I'd put him behind Kyle Hamilton. <sighs> See, I would put him above Kyle Hamilton, but I understand what you're saying. And at six, I think I would lean more towards liking Kyle Hamilton. because Just because I think Kyle Hamilton is a no-brainer, going to be great exactly. at his position. I, I will be questioning why we took a safety, but at the same time, I feel like you still got a Pro Bowl player at six, so I'm not good. Yeah. So I'm fine with that, putting him at six. Tyler Linderbaum, again, falling again due to the signings and everything. Mm-hmm. So Not that we don't like Linderbaum. I mean, I, I'd be happier taking Linderbaum at six than I would Corral at six. But just in terms of overall need for the Panthers, like wherever they draft, I, I think uh, Corral should be higher. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Any last thoughts before we sign off? Nope. All right. We want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at meowmixpodcast.com. And if you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on our show. Our last person for our draft profile will take a look at left tackle Charles Cross. Yeah, and after that, we're going to look at some positions overall. We'll look at quarterback, we'll look at tackle, then we'll kind of do a bucket of other potential picks. Uh, we'll do some mock drafts coming up. We're going to have some fun. It is definitely draft season. I'm doing mock drafts every day. Sometimes I post them <laughs> out on Twitter. Sometimes I don't. Um, but I'm having a lot of fun. And, yeah, I mean, I'm stoked. I really like what the Panthers have done in free agency so far. I saw that Bleacher Report gave us, like, a C for free agency. And it seemed like it was only because they haven't addressed the quarterback position yet. I mean, what what are we supposed to do? Go out there and rush and sign some... It feels like know, if we'd have traded for Garoppolo or something that they'd have given us an A, but, you know, I'm I fine with them taking their time. If there's not anybody too, they love, take your time. I agree. You take <clears throat> us... These, this draft is filled with a lot of B type of quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. No A's. Yep. And, I, and if they want to go into... The, trade back, trade back, trade back, grab a, one in the second or third round, I'm fine with that. I yeah, mean... Same here. That yeah. we got to do what's but, best long term. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, what the Panthers have done so far in free agency, we really like. I mean, go back and listen to some of our shows where we recap, you know, all the the signings that we've done. Jerry and I have been high on, uh, I think, all of them. I don't think yeah. there's been any that other than uh, Ian Thomas being re-signed. We're, we were confused about that one, but uh, but yeah. So we will be back. Uh, talk about Charles Cross on our next episode. And until then, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding. Wow, wow.